Over the holidays, I became addicted to the following two real estate shows, Selling Tampa and Selling Sunset. These two shows follow two very different real estate brokerages, one based out of Los Angeles and the other in Tampa, Florida. What's interesting about these firms is that the Tampa brokerage is a Black woman-owned firm called Allure Realty, and the LA brokerage, the Oppenheimer Group, is owned by twin brothers who also happen to be white men and surprisingly alpha, considering that they're like five foot four. They're getting all the ladies. Though I do believe that one of the brothers has recently decided to to open his own brokerage or leave Oppenheimer Group. But anyway, the point is, that's who's running these companies. Real estate is often brought up in conversations about building generational wealth and just wealth in general. And so I thought I would share some observations and financial conversations that came up for me as I watched these two series. And I'm going to be honest. I kind of love them. Like I finished both of them in their entirety. I was completely enthralled. So I hope you've watched at least one episode of each show and will enjoy some of my insight. Definitely email me or contact me on Twitter to let me know what you think as well. I'm also super excited to tell you about my first personal finance book, Not a Financial Unicorn, which is now available for pre-order on Amazon. If you're looking for inspiration, validation, and ideas on how to better your financial life, Not a Financial Unicorn has been written with the other 92% of us in mind. If you're investing $1 a week, this book is for you. If you're doubting if you should continue your painfully slow debt freedom journey, this book is for you. If you're wanting to make money and it feels like it's taking forever to reach that goal, this book is for you. I'm sharing the behind the scenes process and bonus content via my Buy Me a Coffee membership as well. Your financial support helps me to pay for editing, marketing, and the time spent working on this project. So thank you in advance. specific lessons that I've learned watching Selling Sunset and Selling Tampa or just financial conversations. I'm going to share what they are. I'm not going to share each number, but I'm just going to share what they are. So the first one is dress for success. It may actually surprise a lot of people to know that I actually really love dressing up. Not necessarily fancy, but I do love to look my best. And it pains me to admit this, but for the past seven years, I've just really focused on paying off debt and looking my best kind of wasn't on my list. It ended up being like last on my list. I just focused on wearing functional, okay clothes, and that was good enough for the time that I was in. But I didn't feel good about myself, I'm going to be honest. But I'm going to be candid and say that I was shopping everyone's fashion on these shows. I want to walk into a room again and have people say, wow, where did you get that cute dress, bag, those shoes, etc." The amount of confidence that these folks have when they are out in the world was just so amazing to watch. Now, of course, they have access to some wardrobe like credits or what have you and stylists, but I do think that there's an opportunity for me to step up my game. And maybe just two years of wearing soft clothing has finally caught up with me. 
Now, I always think about how I can dress for success in a sustainable way without hurting my wallet. I actually earn affiliate credits via threadup.com, which is an online consignment store. I love them because weirdly enough, I get a lot of new clothes from threadup.com. Basically, all these people go shopping and then they return their clothes or they they send them into threadup and they still have tags on them. Obviously, there are a lot of used clothes on there as well because it's a consignment. But my point is, I love it. And my goal, seriously, is to dress up like the people from Emily in Paris. Just twice a week, I just want to go out in the world and wear whatever I want to wear and look fierce. I'm really excited about it. It's who you know. It was not lost on me that many of the deals these realtors were making were from who they knew. These folks were selling multi-million dollar homes, and you have to sell those homes to people who can qualify for them. I found it really interesting to watch how they networked and stayed connected with their customers, who also became friends. Becoming a trusted realtor meant that clients would return to them in the future to purchase another property. In fact, I will only work with the realtor who sold my property to me. Like She will be the only person I work with in the state of Colorado. And if she refers me to someone else in another state, that's the only, I trust her that implicitly. I see why people, why these realtors really nurture those relationships because it's a lot of trust. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of time. It's who you know. It's a thing. It's a conversation I'm going to have again in a different episode, but it's who you know. This one is huge. The importance of speaking up during a financial situation that impacts you. On Selling Tampa, there was a really interesting situation where the the owner of the brokerage decided to change the compensation model for her agents. I was actually completely shocked that only one of the agents brought up the concerns and also just the way that the broker approached announcing the change in compensation. It actually really bothered me. I felt like she could have talked about the changes and phased them in one to three months from the time of the initial announcement. Basically, her actions really reinforced the fact that you should have a plan B because business owners a lot of times are looking out for themselves. And in the changes that she made, it significantly impacted what her realtors were going to earn, like what they had to pay the brokerage. So it's just bizarre to me. It was bizarre to me that these black women, they didn't stand up for themselves. And, and I was pretty sure that they needed the money based on conversations that they had around the different properties that they wanted to, to sell. So I felt like there was some fear around pushing back. And the one woman who pushed back was treated in a way that I felt was unprofessional. So it was just something that really struck me as odd and unfortunate. And I didn't want that to be a financial lesson that people took away from the show, which is not to stand up for yourself financially. You you have to because it impacts you. You don't know where people come from. So one of the really interesting storylines for me was Chriselle Hartley from Selling Sunset sharing that she'd been homeless on more than one occasion when she was younger. Uh, when she was younger, when she was a kid, she talked about being the smelly kid because they had no access to water to wash themselves. She and her sister talked about how they were provided Christmas boxes when they had nothing. And when she eventually purchased her home, it really struck me how those 
and those earlier experiences still impacted her today. There's no shame to share where you're, where you're from. And it really made me think about how when speaking to people about money, how important the conversation is to include what happened to them when they were younger. Like what were the financial stories that, that really impact their current conver- the current conversation that they have around money and how they feel about money. And the other thing that was interesting is she was married to Josh Hartley, who's a really famous actor on This Is Us. He kind of dogged her out, but we're not going to go there. And one of the things that was really interesting to me, husband filed for a divorce from her. It came out later that she had actually signed paperwork that that wasn't her house. So when they purchased the home, when she thought she would still be with this man, he actually had her fill out paperwork, basically saying that if, in the event of a divorce, that she wouldn't contest that piece of property, that that it would not be hers. So when she eventually bought her own property, she's like, never again will someone take my home away from me. That actually opened up a Pandora's box of different questions that I had as well about when you're married, the different actions that your spouse will take. Those are things to pay attention to because maybe that was a red flag. There are a lot of real estate opportunities out there, even if you don't think there are. Now, these shows, of course, focus on high-end properties, but people are always buying and selling homes. No matter what someone tells you, there's an opportunity out there, out there but it might not be the one that you want or one that you recognize, a, an opportunity that you recognize. With that in mind, if purchasing a home is for you, Definitely always keep your finances prepared. Be prepared for that. Black real estate investors who aren't athletes do exist. And a lot of athletes, as a side note, are building wealth through purchasing real estate. I really loved seeing all of the black investors on both shows. Obviously, Selling Tampa has more of these cameos because it's a a black brokerage. But this representation was so important for me to see as well as the other folks in the audience. Trust your gut instinct, first impression, until proven otherwise. In both series, there are first impressions that the ladies had with someone else, and their first impression was always right. So remember what people showed you the first time, and don't second guess it until they prove otherwise. Treat people how you want to be treated. They won't forget if you're an asshole. Focus on earning more. Selling real estate isn't for me, but what is for me? Earning more. I love how each show shares the commission that the realtors will earn if and when they sell a a property. It's amazing to me to see how lucrative real estate is. This one's big too. The difference between listings in a more established brokerage versus a newer one. Jason from the Oppenheimer Group recently sold a, I think it was like a $44 million property. He sold it around $33 million, but that was an insane commission. He made over a million dollars with that commission, not including all of the other properties that he's been selling. I do wonder how being a brokerage of Black women impacts the listings that that brokerage has access to. I think I will be able to better gauge this in season two of Selling Tampa, but I did see some previews and 
I, I did go on their website and they've gotten some amazing, amazing listings. And so I think it's been a, a wonderful thing for them to, for the ladies of Selling Tampa to be on Netflix and to show people that they're serious, that they can get these properties sold and that they're professionals. So I love to see everything around that. Pay attention to professional slights. They are communicating something important to you as an employee, do not ignore them. Also, be wary of a, of a workplace that insists your family, but behaves in the opposite way that you would treat your family. I love that Selling Tampa is showing a Black brokerage and highlighting Black entrepreneurship. We're out there. We're out there. Friendship and business can be an uneasy mix without clarity, transparency, and quite honestly, a no-gossip zone. There are a surprising number of people who have a lot of money. I was so curious about the work that the buyers and sellers were doing. And so it was really interesting to me when they occasionally, when the show occasionally would share what the buyers were doing and what the sellers were doing professionally. Here's some random thoughts. Let's go Cougar Life. Hot damn Cho on Selling Tampa. Cho is fine. Oh my Lord. Cho is so hot. Live boldly. I am not a fan of Christine's, but you know what I am a fan of? The fact that she's 100% in love with herself. Basically, love yourself. Make yourself look good. Look your best. Be who you are. Don't be a bitch. She is bitchy. But everything else I love, she's like, this is who I am. By the way, I had no idea how beautiful Tampa is. What a gorgeous town. I don't plan on going to Florida anytime soon, but if I did, Tampa would definitely be on my list. If you watch these shows, I definitely want to hear what your thoughts are, what your impressions are of uh, Tampa, financial lessons or thoughts that you had that I didn't share. Definitely share them with me on Twitter or email me. And thank you so much for listening to the show.